Hello and welcome to the football recap for the Wildcat offense brought to you by me, Wes Ibarra of Offsea Sport. What a win by the Wildcats this past Saturday at Camp Randall Stadium against Wisconsin, 24-10. The Cats improved to 5-5, 3-4 in Big Ten play, while Wisconsin falls to the like record of 5-5, 3-4 in Big Ten play. What a shocker. What a shocker. If you listen to the preview episode, I thought that the Cats were going to be losing this game. As a matter of fact, uh, most most people did, right? And it just so happens that what I asked for, which was the Cats to prove me wrong, actually happened again. Um, I'm so proud of this team for pulling out the win, getting to 500, back to 500 rather, and being one win away from uh, being bowl eligible. And shout out to Coach Braun for breaking that record of being... Um, a coach to get five or more wins in his first season. Um, and that's a record that hasn't been held or has been broken rather for over a hundred years. So shout out to coach Braun. It's a season that keeps on giving for the Wildcats and its football fans. Uh, before we break down more, um, once again, I hope you guys wished uh, your folks or whoever you know in your community that is a veteran a happy veterans day as that game was played on veterans day um as of uh networking please uh spread out the show to friends family colleagues anyone that is down to join the office sports talk conversation um, i can be found on most podcast platforms at office sport that's o-f-f-c-i-e-s-p-o-r-t uh once again the support the likes the ratings reviews it means a lot to me it means a lot to the project because again it just keeps me motivated to keep going and produce podcast episodes for you guys and of course if you don't want to um if you don't want to just stay limited to the wildcat offense i also have greatness on op-ed on today's sports greats have a few episodes on that take a listen to those as well and um it's still a little relevant to today, right? Because those people are still at the top of their game. Some are in season while others are in their off season. But, you know, if you want to get a quick, I guess, um, little audio on how I feel about a certain athlete that's just killing in their game, that is the series for you. But all right, back to football. 24 to 10. This game was not wire to wire. It's the Cats did not lead from start to finish, but it, it damn near felt like it did. Um, Wisconsin opened up with a field goal to uh, start the game 3 nothing, but Northwestern answered with a touchdown of their own, going up 7 3. Uh, here's the breakdown as follows 7 in the first, 17 in the second, 0 in the third, 0 in the fourth, 4 the Wildcats totaling the 24. Three in the first, zero in the second, zero in the third, and a garbage time touchdown in the fourth, totaling the 10 for Wisconsin. Uh, so it was a complete beatdown, if you will. Not necessarily a wire-to-wire -wire win, but a beatdown. And to everyone's surprise, on the road, in a hostile environment, and you, you, can't, you can't make this up. It's like probably the best win the Cats are going to have all year, unless they... What I would hope for is uh, win on senior day, which is this upcoming Saturday uh, by the time you're listening to this, or the Land of Lincoln Trophy. That's that's always a must-win game, no matter what on the calendar. But let us break down into the individual statistics. So starting with um, our cats, Ben Bryant is back. So welcome back, QB1. 
and he had a day. 18 for 26, 195 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, only sacked once. So shout out to the offensive line for keeping uh, uh, Ben Bryant upright. And shout out to Brendan Sullivan for holding it down. Sure, there were a couple of games that probably should have been wins, uh, i.e. Iowa, i.e. Nebraska, but he did a good job of holding it down. I mean, worst case scenario, he could have gone winless in any of those games, uh, and including the one against Howard, and we would be in a much tougher position than we are now. So shout out to him uh, to, for uh, holding it down. He is him in regards to keeping things afloat. Uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, it seems like uh, being a backup quarterback is uh, a trend here in the Chicagoland area. Wink, wink. Um Cam Porter led the day rushing with 18 touches, 72 yards, long of 17. Uh, Joseph Hyman had another day. I think that's one guy that people need to give more respect to. This guy has always been holding it down when there's no Cam Porter on the field or Anthony Tyus III with four touches and 41 yards of the day. Uh, he seems to be, I don't want to like make apples to apples, right? But he's kind of like that, I guess, Tariq Cohen tony pollard type back right that will just you know he won't get as much playing time as the rb1 but he will make plays he will catch the ball he will take handoffs he will go for chunk yards right and he's fast and you know if there's one player that i really love outside of any you know very high iq quarterbacks at least on offense it's a very shifty very small running back or not very small, I should say small, or smaller running back that can affect the game on all facets of offense, whether it's catching, running, um, I don't know about blocking, but definitely in terms of getting yards and getting points, that that that's that guy right there. Um, ben Bryant also had one yard rushing touchdown, so QB1, not afraid to get back out there on the ground again. But of course, in today's day and age, you want quarterbacks to do more than just passing the ball so great job for him on his return um as far as receiving our guy led the way and our, by our guy i mean aj heading our gadget guy um so in a way i guess you could say we have two gadget guys in uh hyman and henning three receptions 70 yards one touchdown uh, i believe that was the uh opening touchdown of the game for the cats where they answered wisconsin almost immediately no one around them within 10 yards and it was just pretty much a layup. Like any quarterback should make that throw. Any receiver should make that catch. And thankfully it did happen there. Uh, Cam Johnson, of course, uh, six receptions, 57 yards with a touchdown. Uh, that was, I believe that one handed or not one handed. It was like that over the top touchdown. Um, defender draped all over him, man. It's, it's almost NFL quality that, that passed and, um, or pass, I should say, and contribute to the offense. Quiet day for Bryce Kurtz, but that's okay. There was a couple other guys that picked up the uh, slack there. Um, now going to Wisco. Tanner Mordecai going 31 for 45. Yikes, that is pretty heavy. 255 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Sacked twice, so his offensive line did a pretty good job of keeping him upright. It's just that things weren't going the way they were. Um, Cade Iacomelli led the way rushing with 47 yards on nine touches. Uh, Tanner Mordecai rushed a lot himself. Eight uh, touches for 25 yards. There was a rushing touchdown for Wisconsin, which was the garbage time touchdown by Jackson Acker. Uh, so 
Thankfully, they didn't come away with a goose egg in the touchdown division if you're a Wisconsin fan, but if you're a Cats fan, it was a good time to give up any kind of points because the Cats were already that far ahead and little to no time left. Will Pauling led the way receiving with um, 10 receptions, 96 yards, followed by Vinny Anthony and Skylar Bell. So defense really came to play. In the preview show, I did talk about how the Wildcats defense and their pass defense was going to play a factor, right? And that's what happened, right? I know the stats say that Tanner Mordecai went 31 for 45, and that's not necessarily a bad percentage, but if he's not converting on scoring, right, uh, he's not putting up the same amount of points as the Cats, if not more, then it's a really good day at the office. Um, defensive line, probably, if there's going to be something I'm going to be nitpicky about, right? Only two sacks for Tanner Mordecai. But, you know, Wisconsin is known for producing pretty good offensive linemen as well, and defensive linemen. So I understand. And because the bread and butter on defense is the pass defense, of course, you know, if they can neutralize that and force uh, the Wisconsin Badgers to do running, and it seems like they did a pretty okay job at stopping that, you know, of course you're going to win the game or have a chance to win the game. And Ben Bryant was the one, Ben Bryant and the offense were the ones that were able to take it home. So great job on the Cats all around, especially on offense. Um, looking at defensive stats while we're talking about it. Devin Turner, Bryce Gallagher, each coming home with 10 tackles, followed by Rod Hurd with 7. Wisconsin, Hunter Wohler with 10 tackles. Uh, Jordan Turner with 9. And the next leading tackler is Austin Brown with 6. So, great job on uh, Northwestern's defense. Uh, not so much with uh, Wisconsin, more on the passing side, because that's where most of the touchdowns came. And I think in the beginning, right it felt like every time the cats were to be on third down they found a way to convert um i believe if i'm not mistaken um the cats were seven for seven under first third down attempts or or i think all of first half and then they went zero to rust it away which is a little bit concerning right because what if you need third down conversions in a close game within the next two weeks and you can't convert that's going to be an issue however you know, we got to celebrate the win while we have it, right? So um, to go seven for seven, I think that's their best output all year. And on top of that, it was with a quarterback that just came back from injury and maybe perhaps an offense that prepared all week with a sense of urgency because this was probably going to be the toughest test for the remainder of the season. So, man, you, you couldn't have it any other way. Uh, it feels like... It feels like there's still a lot left in the tank for the Wildcats, right? When I talk about this team with my peers, right, um, I, I keep saying that maybe this team is just going to do something that we just don't expect, right? Um, when I said that the Cats probably have one or two more magical wins in them, a lot of my peers said, no, Minnesota was it. And then when they pulled out against uh, Maryland, same thing. No, that's it. Um, and for once, I actually had doubt going into a game. But that's the first time in a while that I did not pick the Cats to win a game, um, let alone against at home, on the road, whatever, right? And it just so happens that the Cats turned it around. Um, so maybe I should 
start voting against the cats for the next two weeks, right? Uh, to the dismay of you all, right? Because this is a Wildcat podcast after all. We want them to win all the time. However, it seems like that's the trend for this year. It took me 10 weeks to figure it out, I think. But maybe that's what it is. But all jokes aside, I am happy that the um, the cats pulled out this one. I mean, no cardiac performance this time around, uh, which probably is okay. But man, shout out to the Wildcats for doing it. Uh, looking at more uh, stats here. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It looks like they converted their first 10, um, their 10 third down uh, opportunity. So that's even better. Like, man, where was this all season? But it looks like um, there was a lot to see there, a lot to achieve. So before I get into more notes, let's give a round of applause to the to the team, man. Like, I hope they can do this for the next two weeks. But looking at uh, some of the fun stats per NU Sports, the Cats scored a touchdown on each of its first three drives. That's the first time that's been done since November 19th, 2011 against Minnesota. See? Gift that keeps on giving. Um, the 10 uh, first third and down attempts at a game and being converted, that was the first time that has been done since 2009. Oh my goodness. What were we doing in 2009? <laughs> anyway, that's over 10 years. Over 15, maybe. Um, and it's the first time a Big Ten team has converted its first third down First 10 third down attempts since at least 2015. So look at that. Not only breaking personal records, but also conference records. Um, looking at the uh, one more fun stat for the game. The Cats held Wisconsin to just 14 rushing yards in the first 30 minutes of the game. So in a way, you could say first two quarters, right? Just 14 rushing yards. So um, while I did say that the lines on both sides can be um, a little bit of a suspect issue to have only 14 yards allowed uh, rushing. Um, I mean, that's a whole defensive, um, that is a whole defensive metric, but like it, it all starts at the first level too. If the, the line can get to the rushers before the linebackers, that's also a good day. So collectively that's just really good all around. Um, and the yardage battle, 294 to 145 in the first half, like that, that's already quite overkill. So it's kind of like what I said in the beginning, that was as close to a complete game as the Cats were going to get. So hopefully they can string two more of those uh, for the rest of the year. And, uh, you know, we can be bowl eligible and perhaps Coach Braun can be put up for Coach of the Year nationally and in the Big Ten. I think that's also something before we uh, get into the back nine here that's something that needs to be talked about right is coach braun the coach of the year uh, to me i think he is and i'm not just saying that as your host for this northwestern show or as a northwestern fan northwestern alum whatever you want to call it but i think he should this team most if not all would have thought that this team would have been zero and ten by now one and nine two and eight me i probably thought it would have been three and seven right just because i love this team quite a lot uh, but they're five and five no one after all the bad news that happened in the summer no one no one no one no one thought that this team was going to be five and five and beat teams like minnesota maryland wisconsin right 
And at this rate, it's going to be teams that they can clearly beat uh, for the rest of the year in Purdue and in Illinois, right? Now, of course, if they beat like a if they beat Penn State early in the year, if they had Ohio State or Michigan and maybe split one of those games, then that would have probably sealed the deal, right? But you can't blame anything on scheduling for this team right now just because it is what it is. And for them to go five and five, have three quality wins on the year and hopefully two more, making it five quality wins on the year at at the most. I mean, this this has to be it. This has to be it. Like, sure, you can make an argument for other coaches. The only other coach that I could see being a coach of the year candidate, uh, and that's just because I'm thinking on the fly here, is Coach Prime. Not because of his name, not because of what he's done at the lower uh, Division One level or at the whatever. It's because he also took a one-win team, a team that was a dumpster fire. I would argue that our situation is much worse, but dumpster fire. And right now, I believe they're sitting at four and six. So they're not that much different record-wise from us, though they're probably more talented. So which is why I think Coach Braun would get that nod or should get that nod. He should be Big Ten Coach of the Year, no doubt about it, right? No doubt about it. Like, sure, whatever's going on at Ohio State, that's cool. Uh, whoever is leading uh, the Big Ten West, I believe that's Iowa, that's cool but not cool at the same time because Kirk Ferentz has been a great coach for such a long time and if you're coming off you know knowing that your son's going to be fired at the end of the year and barely averaging points per game I mean come on uh I mean I can't see a scenario where someone beats out coach Braun for big 10 coach of the year because like you know Harbaugh has been in and out but when you have a good staff and have a good team of course things are gonna go well and don't Let's not, I mean, obviously Michigan State's going to be nowhere near that, right? So, I mean, maybe Matt Rule, okay, fine, but come on, man. Nebraska wasn't coming off being on national news or on any sort of scandal, right? So, I think Coach Braun should be, I know it's a little all over the place at this rate of the podcast, but I want to end by saying that Coach Braun should be the uh, coach of the year, nationally and in the Big Ten. No doubt about it. And if you are Dr. Greg up in the big office at uh, the athletics department, you should consider, yes, fine, do whatever you want. Interview coaches, interview whomever. But you should consider keeping Coach Braun for at least the intermediate future, right? Because he turned around a team, really, you know? And, you know, I, I don't, I've never met Coach Braun personally. I don't know how, what he's like. But just by reading off of articles and such, hopefully, I would love to think that he's a Ted Lasso type, but actually knows football, right? So, um, but that is the podcast for today. I hope uh, you are fighting off the Sunday scaries, um, making your way to work on a Monday, working actually, or, you know, if you have the day off today, shouts to you, keep celebrating your uh victory sunday victory monday victory tuesday um and you know prep up for senior day this upcoming saturday the 18th against the purdue boilermakers preview show will be coming out later that week um as far as other wildcat offenses uh are concerned basketball has a game tomorrow night against western michigan at home 
Uh, feel free to take a listen to the preview and the recap show for basketball against Dayton. Big win there. Uh, big first test of the season against a tournament caliber team and in a way had tournament vibes. So feel free to take a look at that. But until then, thank you so much for uh, the support. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the project. Feel free to pass this along to friends, family, colleagues, anyone that is down to join the conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms at Offsea Sport. That's O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. See you throughout the week to recap uh, or preview and recap basketball and senior day for football. Um, Thank you once again and go Cats. (laughs) Bye. <laughs>